0: You're looking at me weird.
1: Stop looking at me weird. You just look like
0: the master in control while dressed as Santa Claus. You've got your little machine a jig It's
1: called an audio recorder. For God's sake, we've been podcasting for a year. We haven't used anything like that. No, it's true. It's no, a, this a look, new setup. Yeah.
0: There's like... <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what are you looking at, Steve? I've been in this room for about five minutes now. Yeah. And I just gave it like the once-over now when mm-hmm. I came in because mm-hmm. I was busy. I was getting shit together. Mm-hmm. I just realized that uh, Richie has... Christmas themed bedclothes. I'm very much into Christmas. <laughs> I'm starting to learn. Let's also point out people that he is wearing uh, most of a luxury Santa costume.
1: Yeah, it's it's an, uh, it's a Santa costume I ordered a couple of years ago from Amazon and it was marketed as a luxury 15 piece Santa costume. I'm wearing like two of the three of the pieces right now. I don't know what the other two pieces are. Well, those are the most important pieces, I would say. These are the main ones. I'm also very hot right now. But yeah, I'm very much. Oh yeah, much, you
0: are. Oh. <laughs> how do you know I a Santa thing?
1: You, I didn't. <laughs> but your erection is 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 literally pointing that fact out, literally. Don't you point at things which isn't that what they're for? This Yes. <laughs> Shall we? Um but yeah, I'm very much into Christmas. With that in mind, I got you a present. You did.
0: I did. Oh, you hit it behind this curtain number no, one. Did. No, there you go. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a jip! I was expecting some sort of a big thing because no. this curtain's quite large. No. It's an envelope. It's an envelope. Oh, you shouldn't have. I love envelopes. Thank you. <laughs> you
1: open the oh, fucker. Okay.
0: That's
1: good paper folding.
0: Happy Christmas.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Mistletoe. Open yeah. it.
0: <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what does it say? It says "Go fuck yourself." That, that, that. <laughs> it's not even signed. <laughs> <laughs> okay that was a joke present here's your
1: real present <coughs> okay it's natural. every time it's an actual wrap box
0: Hooray! i'm gonna do the whole oh my god it's got man you are even worse at wrapping things than
1: i am oh it's terrible i've, I've had a very stressful morning where i've had to <laughs> you saw the present i was currently i'm making a lot of handmade presents this year it's true and it's it's been a very rush i only just got in last night from london so
0: uh, and wrapping was not the top of my uh List of priorities. It has Olaf the snow, Snowman, is that his name? Olaf, yep. He is uh, still famous, even though that was like 20 years ago now, it feels like, at this stage. <laughs> so Let gonna, it go,
1: Steve, for God's sake.
0: Look, there's already been Moana, okay? But can we just move on? I'm going to rip this open. Uh, It's, it's a, it's a shoebox. Uh, open I it. I love shoeboxes. Open it. Okay. <laughs> what is it? It's a shoebox with little notes. Written with "Go fuck yourself" in it. <laughs> <laughs> it even has uh, it even has protective paper to make I, sure the note didn't damage get damaged. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. All right. If you think I'm not keeping this, <laughs> okay. okay. Keep- Here's your okay. Hold on. Here's your real Christmas <laughs> oh present. My God. <laughs> so it's an actual oh weighted no. package. Guys, what do you think it is before you open guys, it, guys? This I can feel immediately. It's a frame. Okay, but what do you think it is? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you framed? <laughs> ah, I, I was going to say, go fuck yourself in a frame. For, what is it? For people. It's a picture of me hugging Teddy Roosevelt.
1: Yeah, hugging a picture of Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, oh it's- yeah, hugging a picture of
0: Teddy Roosevelt, which was the cover art for part two of our Teddy Roosevelt
1: yeah, special. I know how, how important that was to you, so I thought I would immortalize it.
0: That's fantastic,
1: thank you. Uh, but there's one more. Just
0: peel off. There's a little sticker thing on it. Nope. Peel that off. A little sticker thing at the back. <laughs> what does it say? There's a sticker permanently etched onto the back of this that says "Merry Christmas to all and to Steve." Go fuck yourself. And hey, Steve. I mean every word of it. What are you doing? I have to get my notes that um, was covered in your very elaborate trickster present <laughs> ways. Most of the floor is covered in
1: the wrapping from all the various presents. Right? <laughs> you really go all out for Christmas. <laughs> it looks like uh, 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 Santa's grotto exploded in here. You've got cellotype stuck to your Christmas costume. <laughs>
0: there's like there's like ribbons and tinsel stuck all over your back. You just look like a Christmas hobo now at this stage. <laughs> that's, that's
1: the look I'm go- I'm so hot right now. <laughs> I'm taking off the hat. That was our our special Christmas themed theme music that Supermarket Love worked very hard on. What'd you think of it, Steve?
0: I thought it was fantastic. And I'm going to say thank you, which is something we're supposed to do every episode. Yeah, but, but we,
1: we, we never do. We didn't also, decide. you're a filthy liar because you haven't heard it yet. Shit.
0: They don't know that. How, <laughs> what do you do. mean I haven't heard it? They, Everyone just heard it right now. That's how it works.
1: <laughs> we live inside the podcast file. We, we do, yeah. We don't We don't exist when, when you're not listening to this podcast. So we don't exist. That's why you have to listen
0: all the time. Never stop listening. It's not nice not existing. <laughs> but yeah, this is our... What is this? Uh, it's going to be titled What I'm Christmas. But is it? Okay. That's a trick.
1: Because it's actually <laughs> it's going to be your interview. <laughs> you want to capitalize on that sweet Christmas SEO. Yeah. We're going to trick y'all thinking that you're going to be coming well, in. it was a very Christmassy opening and it was
0: Christmas theme music. So. It was. What, um, what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people. just You'll take what you get and you'll like it. <laughs> yeah. We are going to go also, over... Also, thank you for listening. Yes, of course. We'll get to that at the end. Yeah. We are going to go over... Every episode that we have recorded this, our first inaugural <gasps> year. How many episodes is that? Uh, 33? 33, fuck. Including three Wad Amp specials, I think, that mm. didn't count in the episode tally. I'm mm. not sure. You're in control of the episode. Yeah, I do. Tally I, don't system. Know why I asked
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They're all numbered, except there was the survey one, the wild podcast appeared. That's was, not numbered. Yeah, that's a promo. And then there was the one, it was like a 17 and 17.5. It was like the snap election announcement, oh, snap, okay. or snap election results analysis, and it was like a two-parter. Yeah. But then the rest, I think, are all numbered.
0: We did What Am um, Happening, Fire and Fury, as well. I thought that was an episode. I don't know. <laughs> Shh, look, it's a miracle we made it a year. Yes. <laughs> Hell of a year, 2017. Holy moly. Yeah. I've been listening to a couple of year interview podcasts, and quite a few people have been like celebrating the, de- the demise of 2017, but then they all realized that the guys have been going for more than one year, did exactly the same thing at the end of 2016.
1: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I remember that fondly. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, thank fuck, that was oh, over." Oh, what a tough year! Yeah, welcome, welcome 2017. You seem like a nice guy.
0: <laughs> come on in, come
1: on in. Put your feet up. And now we're trying to kick him out of the house because he's eating all of our food and used the toilet in places that weren't the toilet.
0: Yeah, that wicker basket. It's not a wicker toilet. No, nice wicker chair, Jerry. Oh. <laughs> Do you call me Jer? There. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, More. big year. Big year. Personally, though, you got married. Yes. Yeah. And I saw that blimp that one time. So <laughs> big, big things all around. Hey
0: blimpy boy, light light through the day. sky, so fancy free. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. You also moved from continent to a different country. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But mostly the blimp thing. Yeah. Mostly, I mean, yeah. You, you tried to travel by blimp, <laughs> but then like they were trying to convince you. Make you make one
1: Hindenburg joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, actually, before we get into all the year in review stuff, um, I want—can c- we talk about the survey a little bit and just say thank you to people for the survey? Yeah, and all the nice things just up top, and we can mention later on as well. But yeah, we put out the call for a survey, and we've gotten lots and lots more responses than I thought we'd get. Yes. And they've all been really lovely and really constructive. And I thought there'd at least be a couple dicks in there. You <laughs> did set it up. Us. I was
0: worried because when you set it up, you gave a lot of options for dick answers. I
1: yeah. did. A lot of, of free text fields. Yes. For, you can just
0: write whatever the fuck you could But not click. even that. You had options for silly what am jokes and not that many people picked the silly what am joke options. They yeah, actually they actually gave picked real, legitimate ones. Real, there yeah. was the
1: age one that said, you know, as usual age brackets. And then the last one was, I am a cosmic being... That lives outside your petty understanding of time. I thought I put that in because I wanted to be fun. Yeah, and I thought everyone's just going to take that and we're going to get no information. No one person takes it. Yeah, so we have one cosmic entity who listens to the show. And it could, it could be legit. It could be legit. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. Survey Monkey doesn't offer analytics that could you know clarify yep, about could have, cosmic entities.
0: They could have Chrome in the celestial dimension. That's the only thing we know is like what medium you used to access the survey. Yeah, and it was so Chrome. You could be Chrome. Yeah, could be.
1: So yeah, at least one. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Survey, but yes. <laughs> Lots of really great responses. We just want to say thanks because it doesn't mean a lot, and we are going to take that and try and use it to make the show better.
0: One of the hardest things about podcasting is that we make this thing, we throw it out into the ether. You guys hit it, so we know when you listen to it. Yeah, we don't know how long you listen to it for. Mm-hmm. We don't know what you think of it. You don't know. We don't know what you like. We don't know what you don't like. Mm-hmm. We do get some responses on social media, and of course, those are as valuable as gold as well. Yeah, but at the same time, so many of you just listen quietly, which is fine. That's what I do. I never talk to any of the podcast makers that I listen to. Right, yeah, yeah. But then when we put this out there, we're actually getting your hard feedback. And yes, we are going to use it to try and make it. Maybe we'll use it to make ourselves better.
1: Yeah, better is a strong word. More more tolerable, maybe.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, we just want to say thanks because I know it's only three minutes, but three minutes I really appreciate, we appreciate. And if you still haven't done it yet, the link is in the show notes and it's all up on all of our social media. So yeah, we're not going to take it down anytime soon. No, no, not at all. (laughs) There for infinity. Well, we have a being of that exists outside of time. So we kind of need to leave it up there forever.
0: Yeah, so at least past like Thursday.
1: At least at least past like Thursday. So yeah, that's. I just want to mention that quickly. So are we, do you want to just go straight into it? Yeah, we've we got a lot to cover. We've we got, got a lot, lot to cover. cover, a lot of a different whole, topics. A whole year's worth.
0: Yep, I've got them all written down uh, from start to finish. I skipped the what I'm happening things because they were of the moment. Mm-hmm. But, and most of the other things weren't that topical because that's the format of our show. Have that's you noticed that, Richie, <laughs> after one year of doing it? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so the first thing is Trump. Oh, really?
1: Yes. Oh, yes, I remember that. That was our
0: very first inaugural oh, episode. back
1: when we were just little toddlers. Yeah. And now we're probably l- younger, I would if say. If anything, we've <laughs> gone backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got the Benjamin Buttons disease.
0: I got the buttons. <laughs> I got the buttons.
1: <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Isn't that Benjamin Button? <laughs> he sounds like, it's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt doesn't sound like that. He does in that movie. Does he? No. I <laughs> can't remember if I've even ever seen that movie. Uh, it's not good. No?
0: No. Okay. So, yeah, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, I'm not telling you. You're not telling me what? I'm not going to tell you what happened with him in a year. Oh, uh, why not? Cuz we're going to do an entire episode on that soon. Oh, uh, okay. We're going okay. to we're doing it. We're going to do a year in review on Trump um on the anniversary of his inauguration. So, ah, that makes sense. Come around the mid to late January that'll be coming into your feeds. So, we're not going to talk about Trump at all? He will of course dip in and out in the other subjects because yeah. him being the most powerful president in the western world, mm-hmm. he will coming up in our other subjects but no we're not going to do an entire re- recap of him we're going to he's going to need a whole episode he's been that eventful
1: okay well let me just ask one quick quick question have your feelings on him changed and are you now down with Trump
0: I am down with Trump down <laughs> with Trump <laughs> very clever <laughs> <laughs> and it's yes in answer to your question but n- not in the way you wanted it to be answered
1: okay good. Cool. perfect perfect I suspect uh, as much
0: episode 2 was Brexit Brexit oh my god They're still Brexiting. And they're still likely to be Brexiting for a very long time. Really? How long is a long time? Uh, Okay, so there was a lot of drama this year. They actually initiated Article 50, triggered Article 50, which is the clause in the Lisbon Treaty that a state needs to do to actually start to leave the EU. Mm -hmm. Never been used before, so people are still learning about how it actually works in practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did that back in March. Yeah, It took all the way up until just a couple of weeks ago in early December for the EU and the UK to actually agree that they can start talking about what shape the relationship is going to be after Brexit. So they've talked about talking about what will happen. Yes. So the EU said, we have three things we need you guys to give guarantees on before we can actually start. And I'm pretty sure we talked about them before. It is the Irish border, Mm -hmm. which is very important to people in Ireland, um, for keeping the Good Friday peace process on the move mm-hmm. there was the status of EU citizens living in the UK mm-hmm. and for the life of me I am totally blanking on the third one. Oh, yes the money that the EU ha- the money that the UK have said that they would pay into the EU budgets going past whenever they said they're going to leave right. how, much, how much money are they actually going to give to, to stand for the commitments that they had made before they changed their mind It took a long time. There was a lot of fighting. It was nearly a deal done at one point, even on the Irish border, which turned out to be the hardest part. Because at the moment, when you're driving between the north and south of Ireland, you don't really notice that you're changing in between um, jurisdictions. The only thing that changes is that uh, the the speed signs on the road change from kilometres to miles or vice versa. Mm. Apart from that, it's pretty much the same.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine... If in you know the UK they drive on the left, and in the Republic we drove on the right, yeah. And there was a point where okay, three, two, one, everyone switch as soon as you go to
0: borders. That <laughs> I, have what? A, I have actually thought about that a few times, and I'm trying to figure out is there anywhere in the world that isn't on an island? Surely, because Japan, Australia, yeah. these places as well drive on our side of the road, yeah. But I'm pretty sure most places that are in continents they, they all stick to the right in continents. Yeah, n- yeah.
1: Not, not shitting themselves That's, that's nothing that's <laughs> absolutely nothing Please ignore
0: me Go on This is supposed to be the best ep- review of the year and that's what the joke that you're bringing to the table Santa man <laughs> Really hot <laughs> <laughs> Really really warm Okay So eventually they did finally get a deal Um, It was nearly scuppered over the border but they agreed first the EU the UK um, and in London wanted to say that they would move the border between the EU and the UK to the Irish Sea Mm-hmm. and that all the trade rules will only start um, from the island of Britain. Mm-hmm. But then the, the Northern Irish uh, party who are supporting Theresa May in government said, fuck no. right? Um, they don't want to have any differentiation between different parts of the UK. So they had to suddenly change it. And the, the deal that they got together was basically saying that the UK will do absolutely everything they can to make sure that no, no, nothing in the trade negotiations that have started now are going to change the status of the border between North and South. Right. Which is tricky. Because yeah, that
1: doesn't sound like a simple thing.
0: No. So we haven't actually gotten any idea as to what the actual state of play is going to be after Brexit itself. At the moment, from the agreements that they've made and whether or not they're going to stick to them, it kind of sounds like they're going to have to go for a f- fully free trade between the EU and UK, which is what they had before. So it's kind of, it might even be like the Norway model where right. the... They're basically EU members just without actually being part of the political organization of it.
1: They're still beholden to the same kind of policies. Which is
0: the absolute opposite of what all the Brexiteers were hoping would happen. Yeah. So that's not going to go down very well if that is the actual state of play. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think the whole hard-soft terminology has got much more leeway anymore. You know, people are talking about hard-Brexit-soft Brexit, mm-hmm. I think we should stop talking about that. Why actually, Why is that? It doesn't it's, too, really, it's too binary? It's too, yeah, it's too binary. There isn't just going to be two options here. It's yeah. going to be some sort of a model. It's going to be like a, a mushy Brexit.
1: <laughs> Gross. Yeah, drippy. Mushy Brexit sounds like a shitty ready-breck off-brand kind of equivalent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, ultimately, the only people that are going to get hurt here, I think, are the people living in Britain. Because it is going to hurt the economy pretty bad yeah pretty soon yeah so looks to be people living in britain sucks to have just moved to london <laughs> and started a new job started a new job anyway look yeah i'm it, going to be fine it's going to take a while they still have up until march 2019 to finish the negotiations officially and then mm. there's obviously the, the transition time and stuff yeah of pushing the negotiations making like another like sellotape deal and keep on going so yeah we're going to be talking about Brexit probably until we have genuine long white beards like your Santa Claus costume <laughs> makes you look right now. Uh, our third episode was the US Supreme Court. Wow. Oh my God. Flashbacks. I'm getting, some of this. I'm
1: getting flashbacks to when we used to record when I was in San Francisco. Yeah. there's the eight hour time difference. And I would either have to get up early and record or you'd have to stay up really late and record. But regardless of the time, we were we,
0: we drank a lot more back then. <laughs> we did at like inappropriate times Like as really well. inappropriate like only starting to drink at three o'clock in the morning or starting to drink at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning in your office. Um, that, that's the other thing. Now I can say it because I've, I've left that company. Yeah, yeah. Well, we still haven't said what company it is, but yeah.
1: But you can figure it out pretty easily, I would imagine. <laughs> but yeah, because I, I couldn't record in my home in San Francisco because it was a little too noisy. So I would go into my office that you know was open 24 7, and I just grab a drop in room in there and I would just drink. <laughs>
0: He had a yogurt in one hand and a can of beer in the other, sculling them away, <laughs> and the coffee on the table. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a straw coming in. Supreme Court, Supreme Court, pretty important, fairly. We important. We established that before. Mm-hmm. Um, U.S. Supreme Court as well as what we we're. Oh yes, U.S. It. Supreme Court. Yeah. They appointed a new dude, Neil mm-hmm. Gorsuch, and mm-hmm. um, that was probably one of the three things that the Republican Party managed to do this year um, successfully. Mm-hmm. He is pretty conservative, but that's okay because he pretty much just replaced the conservative dude that was there before, right. which is a win. The problem again that we talked a lot about it back at the time is that the original dude died, Anthony Scalia, while Obama was still in office. and I think it was nearly a year while Obama was there, and the Republicans blocked him being able to put someone in. So technically, by rights, it should have been a more liberal centrist pick under Mm, Obama if they hadn't actually blocked it and said, no, we're going to wait until what should be a Republican president came in. Um, There haven't been that many huge decisions made at the Supreme Court. We kind of picked the wrong time because uh, the Supreme Court sits... Between November and the spring, we did the episode at the end of spring, and then ah. and then they kind of stopped, and then they went on a break, and now they've only just started back up again their new session. Uh-huh. Um, so every time we talk about the Supreme Court, has been
1: the worst time to talk about this. They've been Court. on a break
0: pretty much since the last time we talked about them.
1: I mean, how is that in any way different to any other topic that we ever approached?
0: That's true. But, <laughs> They did make a couple of big decisions on Trump's travel ban. Mm. So he tried to push it in, which was first, was essentially just a Muslim ban, like he pushed in the campaign. The only countries that he wanted to ban from being able to come easily into the United States were Muslim um, population countries. It got blocked by the lower courts. He changed a little bit. That got blocked by the lower court again. He changed it again, added Venezuela and North Korea, countries which are not predominantly Muslim but are not friends with America. Mm -hmm. And that got blocked, but the Supreme Court decided that it can actually go ahead. So that's probably the biggest thing. They backed Trump, which is what it's going to do because it's five, essentially, well, four conservative justices, four liberal justices and Anthony Kennedy who kind of swings in the middle. But on those kind of things, tends to swing toward the right. Right, big decisions coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, gerrymandering. We Jerry talked about mandering. that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mister Gerrymander, Jerry- Fecking <laughs> up them constituencies around around the United States. Mm-hmm. That could be decided as being uh, unconstitutional the way that they do it at the moment. So would they have to
1: go back and change all of the different constituencies and how they're broken up now? Uh, no, or?
0: they probably wouldn't have to do it retroactively, but probably in the future, they would have to change the way, the rules that they currently use, which is whoever's in power in the local state, basically make the rules and change them to their advantage. Yeah, They might have to change the way that's done, which okay. would hopefully make it fairer mm. and actually have constituencies based on normal things like, you know, county that they're based in rather than just slivers of whoever's in whatever right. ideological bracket Yeah. Uh, the other one is the right to buy a cake off anyone you want to have you heard about this one? Wedding cakes. What? No. Okay. What? Uh, there's a big thing going on in the United States at the moment that um, since same-sex marriage was pretty much allowed uh, nationwide by the Supreme Court a couple of years ago, yeah. um, couples that are trying to get married, same-sex couples, are going in asking for wedding cakes of people who are saying that they won't make it for them because it's fundamentally against their religion. Right. So the people, the couples who are being rejected aren't taking it very well and are choosing to take them to court. Okay. So the decision is going to be whether or not the government has a right to force someone to sell someone a cake.
1: That's, this is specific to like cakes and not like other services that would fall in this fa- room. There's photographers, right, there's
0: okay. wedding planners, there's there's all sorts of these things. It's all coming into same-sex marriage and whether or not they can force religious people to have to provide their financial services to them.
1: Okay. Who knows what'll happen?
0: Who knows? Yeah. Is there
1: any... Rumblings as to which way it's going. Yeah, to go. Anthony Kennedy
0: does normally lean on the side uh, side of um, of, of like gay gay rights, basically okay. LGBT rights. But he also leans on the side of free trade. Right, and these are these two issues one hundred percent stuck together. Yeah. So we'll see. The part the the reason that they think it's actually going to lean on the side of the LGBT people is that the the defendants are saying that they don't want to do it because it's their belief rather than it's their right not to sell something to whoever they want to. Right, okay. And he's going to say, well, that's not a good enough reason. Right. Perhaps. Right, okay. Uh, He might actually retire before then as well. (laughs) (laughs) Just throw his hands up. It's like, nope. Uh, Ideology
1: was the the other one we did. Mm -hmm. Remember that one? Yeah, left versus right. Left versus right. The eternal struggle. (laughs) Pretty much.
0: It's going to keep on going. Mm -hmm. Uh, It got probably worse, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the difference between the two parties.
1: Yeah, the gulf between.
0: Uh, An interesting thing was the UK election. Everyone thought that because uh, Jeremy Corbyn was leading the UK Labour Party that they were going to wipe the floor. I'm pretty sure I said it like 27 times on the podcast that Mm. Theresa May was a genius because she called the election early to wipe the floor and get a massive majority. It turned out not to happen at all. People actually liked what Jeremy Corbyn was selling, Mm -hmm. which is like a pretty leftist's... Left this bag of treats. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Corbyn was on the cover of GQ. I just saw today. Was
1: it GQ? Yeah, one, one of those ma- fashion. It models. wasn't today. It was a while ago. I just, I saw it in Easton's today, so yeah. they're still selling it.
0: Uh, he was wearing a Marks and Spencer suit. Really? Off the rack. Nice. Man of the <laughs> people. this his <laughs> yeah. Would you buy your suits in Marks and Spencer's? I
1: would have loved if he was wearing just like a Penny's Primark suit. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, that's what I would have done. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I couldn't be asked about anywhere else. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he looked, he, he wore it well. We yeah, really well. Yeah, he wore
0: it well. So
1: you're going to vote on him based on that? Uh, based on his choice of accessible suit. I could do
0: that. <laughs> that could be me. That could be me. On the front of GQ, <laughs> posing as leader of that position. Anyway, he did pretty well. Um, and Theresa May did pretty badly. And she was kind of selling like a centrist, um, centrist message. Mm-hmm. And people are kind of going, well, okay, so centrist didn't do well. The left did pretty well. Like, is there any room for someone selling the middle message anymore? Mm. Maybe, because in France, there was another thing. Um, mm-hmm. Macron came in, mm-hmm. uh, charging through the middle with his uh, on-March new political movement saying, I'm not left, I'm not right, I'm just a great guy. <laughs> and that actually worked. It got him elected. Yeah. He was, like, If you look at the stats, he was probably only supported by about 30% of people. It kind of worked out that he just completely fecked over the people on the left and the right, right. especially the people on the centre-left and the centre-right. And he, but he did manage to beat the people on the hard left and the hard right, and now he is in power with a pretty sizable majority in his parliament, and he's doing pretty good. Yeah, he's
1: performing well. Like he's he's keeping keeping on track.
0: Yep, yeah, seems to be. Um, I don't really know too much about French politics. Yeah, so I'm not I mean, going to make. It I up. mean, neither do I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we still haven't done a one on France.
1: So maybe there'll be one for this year, for sure. Uh, that was some of the feedback from the survey. People really like the what um country specific episodes. Yeah, the country profiles ones. Yeah, yeah well. I like
0: them too because they're pretty easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> um France.com one Read. thing. <laughs> The UK election also showed, and so did the, the the US presidential election in 2016, that people used to vote based on class. That would kind of determine as to whether you would vote left or right. So it would be more assumed that people in the upper classes would lean towards right wing because it's more free market, less taxes. Mm-hmm. People in the lower classes would vote towards left wing because there'd be more social welfare and kind of state spending, which helps them more directly. Mm-hmm. Um that doesn't seem to be happening anymore. There seems to be a big shift that it's it's between the educated and the uneducated in terms of like college educations. People with college degrees seem to now pri- primarily vote left. and Regardless people, of class. Kind of, yeah. Mm. It's, starting to, it's starting to break these barriers. So the, the co- and age as well is another big thing. Mm. So... Th- between age and education seem to be becoming far more important than class which is kind of what the left-right system was built on for most of the 20th century mm-hmm. and now we're starting to move into a new thing which is going to be kind of tricky because even with class it was kind of built around geographical areas but education and age every single house has got a mix of those people every single house has age yeah they it. have different ages <laughs> and like except for that one person the, the cosmic entity who
1: exists outside of <laughs> Yes. <Yeah, so, yeah. laughs> so,
0: using Google Chrome which, yeah. is, which is a good browser choice they <laughs> must be smart they must be powerful <laughs> Um, there was a slight glimmer of hope that the uh, left-right thing could be broken when we had the special election in Alabama for the Senate seat. Mm-hmm. That Alabama has not elected a Democrat since like twenty-five years ago, Wow. and they did yeah. finally vote in um, Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. Was it Roy Moore? No, he was the bad guy. Right? Yeah, it was Jones. <laughs> yes, I was, I
1: was like, no, that wasn't wasn't that James Bond? <laughs> That's <laughs> literally <one. laughs>
0: Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> they voted in Roger Moore. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. So uh, it was Roy Moore versus Jones, and I really hope his name was Jones. And, uh, because Google it. Oh, wait, you can't. I can't. I'm in the middle of the feckin' nowhere. Where there's no internet. No, no internet to be seen. <laughs> You're going to have to tie this podcast on a USB stick and fly it by carrier pigeon to the internet <laughs> to get uploaded <laughs> later on. Um, it took... The Republican candidate being essentially accused of many counts of um, being of, what's the best, what's the way to describe this without it being terrible? There's no way. Okay. Yeah. Sexual predator? Sexual predator mm-hmm. on girls aged 15, 16 and younger oh um, being banned from shopping centers. These are all accusations and not, and not facts because unfortunately, none of them. Have been proven in law. Hopefully, sometime they will be. Yeah. But thank God that people actually listened to the people that were making these accusations, and it seemed that most of the people that would have normally come out in droves to vote for him stayed home, and really? the Democrats were able to round up enough support to just get him over the line. Yeah, just barely, barely, but still, it but still, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we actually have a proper Democratic senator coming out of somewhere that is normally a deep deep red state.
1: Mm, that's 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 a sign of changing times. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's probably more a sign of the feminist thing, but we'll get onto that later. Mm-hmm. But for now, laws. Laws. We did laws. We did laws. Uh laws those things that most countries are built out of. Sometimes we listen to them, sometimes we don't, depends mm-hmm. on how what we feel like at the moment. Uh <laughs> I
1: mean we listen to them pretty pretty well, don't we? You, like you and I, personally.
0: Yeah, most of the time. When, when I feel like it. Yeah. Isn't that what you're supposed to do with loss <laughs> you, you got here pretty quickly. Did you speed to get here? Yeah, don't worry about all them mangled corpses on the front of my car. <laughs> I was wondering. Is, don't look at that. That was Christmas decorations. Um, the 115th Congress, which is the one that's been sitting, has passed 8,212 different pieces of legislation. 8,212? In 2017. What? Yeah. Sounds like a lot. Not really, because <laughs> 7,280 of them were basically just one dude saying something and everyone going, okay. Yeah, yeah, and what it, he said. Not binding, not full law, uh, nothing like that. Just like little, uh, they're, they're called other legislations. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like li- little tiny resolutions that are just like... <laughs> and it was like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, is it really in- inconsequential stuff
0: they're talking about? Do you have any examples? Oh, uh, it's. I was trying to get. They're all terrible. Yeah, really. It's so like just, yep. just not even. Yep. It's, it's like incredible. Frank Denton Street wasn't happy with what was going on, so I'm up here telling you fat cats in Washington how it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. Pretty okay. much. Uh, they passed ninety-two actual laws. Okay. Which isn't too bad, I suppose, for mm. an entire year. Although you would hope. I mean, over years. not great. A lot. It's not great. Uh, and then 363 resolutions and all sorts of other stuff. Right. Um, the UK Parliament passed 31 Acts of Law, right. which is also quite low. Yeah. So the problem is, is that these parliaments are stuck with really bad um, structures at the moment. Mm-hmm. In the UK, they have a minority government where Theresa May is depending on the support of the DUP from Northern Ireland to get laws through. So she can't just force through whatever she wants. Like back in the day when the Labour were in power under Tony Blair, they had like 40 extra seats that they could they could stand to lose 10 or 20 Labour MPs and still like fly over the line. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when the most recent time that it used to be like that in America, but at the moment the Republicans are hanging on by a thread in the Senate and it's very difficult to pass certain laws. They had to change the rules for electing um, Supreme Court judges to get to get Neil Gorsuch over the line. So and it's kind of the same in Ireland. We have a minority government too. They're mm-hmm. working pretty really slowly. It wasn't so easy to find the number of laws passed in the doll without actually counting them myself. <laughs> Who got time for that crap? <laughs> so if you guys want to do that, go to. Uh, Kil- I thought you were going to say, and so I did. And here's no. the number. <laughs> So go to KildareStreet.ie if someone has the time to do that. I didn't. (laughs) Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Uh, We also did What Am Congress. We did What Am Congress, yeah. Uh, We said before it hangs by a thread in the Senate, the Republican Party. It's looking pretty bad at the moment. John McCain has had to go home on sick leave. Mm -hmm. He's got brain cancer. Oh my God. So, and with the new Democrat coming in from Alabama, it's basically 50-49 in the Senate. Which is close. That's very close. Very close. Those two numbers are very close together numbers. They are very close. To, good, good man, Richie, I've finally taught you know, something. Just, We're getting there. We're just, getting there. The midterms are going to be the big thing coming up for the US Congress. Mm-hmm. Um all congressmen and women will have to re-stand for their seats as they have to do every two years. Mm-hmm. And one third of the Senate. It it isn't gonna to be too likely that the, the Democrats will be able to pull that many seats. They do have a couple of good battleground Senate seats if they have a chance. But unfortunately, the way it works, they're actually going to be defending far more seats than they're actually going to be trying to take. Mm-hmm. It's just that's this year, there are way more Democrats up for election than there are Republicans. Right. It's, just the, it's just, it just the way it fell. It's so, just the way it fell. Right. Yeah. And the next one, it could be more Republicans and the next one after it could be more again. So when is that, sorry? that will be in November eighteen. November. Okay. Plenty more time. They're already talking about it constantly. This new tax bill that they just managed to pass, which was one of the three things they managed to do in Congress this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there, Republicans are hoping that some people are going to be pretty happy with it. But from what the feedback I've heard, most be, most average voters are assuming their taxes are going to go slightly up. Right. Which probably won't be a good thing yeah. in the end. But yeah. all the corporations are going to get big tax goods. Oh, that's Ooh. always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're so chippies. <laughs> Did you know that the Republicans not even the Republicans sorry Congress has never managed to pass a budget in like the last 10 years like a proper budget
1: wait what you you know the
0: way the UK and Ireland every year we have this big budget process where the government announces a proper budget the US have not been able to do that in so long and that's something they're supposed to be doing technically yeah so how
1: has that how has it been functioning they they have
0: special deals which actually right now at this moment as we're recording the Friday before Christmas they're trying to haggle together a deal to try and get like a continuing resolution to keep funding going Do you remember a couple of years ago they had a shutdown because they couldn't agree on? Yeah. Whenever they have a shutdown, it's because they can't agree on a stopgap to get the budget going because they're never able to agree on a budget because that's how broken the politics is over there.
1: Christ. It's bad. That's such a fundamental thing.
0: Like it seems like such a basic foundational thing. So folks out there, I don't know if you've realized it, but the largest nation in in the world is winging how it spends its money. (laughs) and has been doing for decades I mean I feel better about my own personal finances exactly yeah (laughs) I mean but I'm one idiot (laughs) they've got hundreds of idiots fully paid in Washington that should be doing better yeah
1: man that's terrifying
0: yeah and that's probably why the the the, what you call it the deficit keeps on climbing up and up Mm. and up and up and up Uh, voting we did what I'm voting we did voting I counted how many elections there were this year Richie let me guess in the world yeah like national elections not local elections oh I have no idea then (laughs) How would you have known? I don't know. <laughs> okay, and local elections. I'll let you take a guess. Seven. <laughs> T one. You're right. Oh my god! You're so clever, Richie. <laughs> yes, seventy-one elections, uh, including a presidential election. I was, I was one number off. Depending on how you look at it, <laughs> yeah. I was one number off.
1: That one number was one as well. It's true. So I was one after right I answer. You were one after
0: right answer. <laughs> Um, There was a presidential election in Chile. Chile has got a really weird rule that you're not allowed to run for president consecutively but you can come back and run after four years. Yeah,
1: just take a breather. Take a, take a Go that's, off. That's exactly what has happened. Go
0: interrailing for a bit. Find yourself. <laughs> the fellow who was president in 2014 just got reelected to be president again next year. So he just went off on a four-year holiday and he was coming back to be president. It was great. Probably on a fantastic pension. Yeah. It's I mean, a good system. Yeah, he's all tan, <laughs> he's, he's all, all fresh. It's like, hey guys, a was, Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. I've seen all these cool things. <laughs> Hammocks for everybody. Yeah. I'm going to take this whole country to Ireland time. <laughs> Honduras. They had a rough election. They had a constitutional rule because they had a lot of dictators in the past. They wanted to try and stop that. It's so understandable. They a, yep. They tried to stop it in their constitution by saying presidents can't run for more than one term. The present president tried to change that. Ooh. Um, and so how long is the term? Uh, it's like five years, I think. Okay. I just made that up. So I hope I'm right. <laughs> Seven. Um, he, the present president of Honduras was doing pretty well. He was quite popular to a certain extent. He wasn't too, too dictatorial dictatorial but unfortunately after he changed the constitution he turned pretty dictatorial Oh! and it looked like his opponent was actually going to win mm-hmm. but then the voting kind of stopped all of a sudden mm. and when the voting restarted the president the sitting president won
1: Ooh. and everyone
0: that isn't him is saying it's a bad thing and they need to go again and Curious. he's saying I'm the president now guys <laughs> So it looks like Honduras may have a new dictator. Let's hope not.
1: Let's, let's keep an eye on that one.
0: Singapore still have a dictator, but mm-hmm. they had a presidential election with only one candidate and she won. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because <laughs> Singapore is run by an oligarchy of like a small party of uh, Chinese super billionaire businessmen.
1: Can we do an episode in Singapore?
0: Sure. It's a pretty interesting like right place. Right now. No.
1: <laughs> let's go. What I'm Singapore. Go. Uh,
0: it's a small city state in, off the coast of Malaysia that was formed when Malaysia got independent from... Britain because the Chinese business people there didn't want to be part of Malaysia, so they set up a small city state and now it basically works as a financial center for funneling Chinese and Asian profits back to the West through their financial system. It's also a dictatorship Sorry, your,
1: your face when you scrunched up your face so hard to try and get out, squeeze <laughs> that of me. I was Let me scratch my beard yeah. there as well. I was yeah. expecting your nose to just start bleeding just as you were like <laughs> <Yeah>. concentrating <laughs> really. Hard. Oh god, my brain, as my brain is
0: oozing in my left ear. And then your eyes just open. You. Oh, where was I? What, what <laughs> yeah. happened? I Singapore. What? <laughs> um, Catalonia. Mm-hmm. We've they've had a lot of fun this year. They mm-hmm. had a referendum. That was kind of unofficial because it wasn't uh, sanctioned by the parent government, Spain. So Spain declared it illegitimate. The Catalonian government ran away, like literally, to Belgium to hide, (laughs) to not get arrested. I can relate to that. And Spain were like, dissolve this government and have a new election. They had the new election yesterday or the day before. And bad news for Spain is that the independence parties won like a small majority, but still Mm. a majority. Mm -hmm. Um, they did. They won more seats than they had before, and all of the party of the prime minister of Spain, Rajoy's party, um, they lost pretty much all their seats. Man. So it's a kick in the nuts to him, and it pretty much means that the crisis is going to keep on going into the twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So well, let's do an episode on that next yeah, year.
1: We will. Yeah, yeah. we'll be yeah. doing more news stuff as well. That was another thing from the survey. People like the news stuff, the what I'm happening. So either we'll bring it back as a more condensed thing or start spinning it off into its own thing we'll figure that out but we will be talking about more current stuff
0: Yep, the people have asked for it and we'll think about it (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Uh, oh there was a vote in Virginia for the House of Delegates uh, like the local parliament that runs Virginia it was a draw a a perfect draw perfect draw first it looked like the Democrat had won by one vote but then they had like a contested ballot that one vote was contested so it was stricken and then it's a draw do you know what they have to do now? fight. Draw lots death. from a film canister. Okay. That's
1: Explain. the law. They, that's so they, they put names into a film canister, like the what they carry the reels of film in. Yes. And they pick out...
0: I'm nodding on a podcast. They yes. pick out
1: a name and that's
0: it? And then whoever that name is wins. Why a film canister? I don't oh, know. There's other... There's I'm, other so, I'm so confused. There's other places in America where they have coin tosses. There's other places where they have like draw the short straw. These are like in the... the like the like official official, official yeah. policy no someone goes okay that's fine we'll just we'll put our names into a canister and a film canister and I mean if you're out.
1: going to why not make it like physical prowess just grease up and go wrestle
0: wait on well, these are probably pretty elderly men Be- all, like all the better all the better
1: imagine a picture with me now no
0: close your eyes no Virginia I'm already there I'm already like, watching I'm not really good the smell Virginia. is terrible Virginia's like a soft southern accent isn't it so oh hey bye, gonna, that's terrible <laughs> that's like hard Louisiana I apologise to all the American listeners out there. Mm-hmm. But you can't do my accent either, so... Uh, Irish politics. Irish politics, well, speaking well, of. Wasn't. Um, we got a new Taoiseach. We mentioned we Taoiseach, him before. Yeah. Leo Varadkar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he That is, doesn't sound like a very Irish name, Stephen. No, because his dad's an Indian GP. Mm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> We've been through this before. Simple as. Yeah. His dad was Indian. He's born, raised, grown up entirely in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that says he's not Irish is a prick.
1: Yeah. Pretty <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> really, yeah. much.
0: Yeah. Um, he is also gay what mm-hmm. uh, normally people say the first openly gay AT shock. The implication being there that one of the T shocks of of Fast ooh was but which one? Was Jack, <coughs> sorry, Jacklidge. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, he's been doing okay, yeah. I guess. Like he he did the Brexit thing relatively okay. Well, I don't know. Like I said, we'll see. They got a deal, but he also completely fucked up on a big scandal that nearly took down the current government. So at the moment, there's a terrible system that we explained where the governing party is being supported by the largest opposition party in a minority government, which doesn't make any sense. No. Because that means that the opposition are both opposing and supporting the government.
1: Yeah. So they wanted to
0: get rid of an old minister who was tied to this um, Garda scandal, like a policing scandal in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I'm going to stand my ground. And then two weeks later, he had to sack her and he looked pretty bad. Yeah. It was pretty shit. Yeah. And he had to put in his uh, rival for the Shock's job as the new second in command of Ireland. But since then for some reason, even though he did all that, his numbers went up in the polls. Really? In Ireland. Wow. So who knows knows? what people like? Who who knows anymore? (laughs) Nobody knows.
1: We should tell him to send out his own survey.
0: uh, I think he's pretty savvy on the old social medias. Oh, we'll tell him. We'll sort it out. He is probably going to call an election next year. There's there's my... Irish politics, hot take. hot take. It's just not feasible for this to keep on going. He's going to try his best to try and get like an actual coalition government formed. Mm-hmm. So expect an election, people of Ireland in spring or early summer of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yeah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. pretty much Ireland in a nutshell. Nice. Uh, social media.
1: Social media. is
0: still a pile of shit. It's still, it's still, it's still, it's still awful.
1: Going. It's still, yeah, it's an absolute cesspool. Uh,
0: personally, mm-hmm. I have broken any uh, dependence I had on Facebook. Really and I then, oh, so uninstalled it you I took it off my phone, I took it off my tablet mm-hmm. um, I changed my password and logged out from the PC mm-hmm. made it to a password that it was really difficult to remember mm-hmm and I just didn't use it for a couple of months apart from signing in the time to check if people were inviting me to things mm-hmm. and that's basically all I use it for now
1: and have you noticed any change in your pattern of behaviour like your just day to day stuff have you feel any different
0: I've been pretty pretty good
1: yeah, pretty, yeah you you basically haven't been noticing a huge Facebook shaped hole in your no, life no not at all
0: but I know for a fact that I'm, I've gained at least 45 minutes a day from not just scrolling on that ridiculous website yeah. sorry if anybody out there are still big Facebook fans but personally
1: I know I feel like I don't feel like anyone's got like incredible brand loyalty or whatever it's just a thing you do yeah yeah. you know I don't think anyone's going to get up in arms if anything people kind of acknowledge their own social media consumption is probably like maybe not not a strictly healthy thing
0: yeah I would almost go to say that people should start looking closer at it and start to see if they think it's even a healthy thing because if anything Mm -hmm. I think that more and more social media is going to be seen as not something to just throw yourself fully into it's been pretty much proven now that like teenagers that grow up with it end up more anxious Less yeah. happy, more socially awkward. Yeah. So if it's meant to be this social media open you up to the world, why has it got all these social negatives as well? Yeah. It's more study.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's quick. It's a quick dopamine hit, and that make th- that feels good for sure. But broader, longer term, yeah, implications. Uh,
0: the the social media companies were dragged in front of the American Congress to answer why there were so many Russian interference via social media in the American election, mm-hmm. and they stood up there and said there wasn't. And then they turned around and said there was, but it wasn't our fault. And okay. They're basically just trying to deflect it as much as they can.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And I guess they've launched a couple of initiatives to try and clamp down on it, but it's pretty much by the form by the design of the format, it's impossible to stop. Yeah, for sure. Like this is the thing. It's on. It's on you, people out yeah. there in the world, to just, like read something twice and try and think: Are you just being goaded into retweeting something? Exactly. Someone else's nefarious scheme.
1: Yeah. Check out. Check out the where it's coming from. From first of all. Because like they all look like a, a New York Times or a Wall Street Journal piece shared on Facebook will look very similar to something from a shitty blog that someone sets up. Yeah, or a podcast.
0: By two idiots sitting in the corner of one of their bedrooms while he wears a Santa suit sitting in a wicker chair. Who, who you Check talking? your sources, who you people. I'm just generalizing <laughs> just here. Say, you know,
1: that, that old trope. Yeah, but like it's, it's they, they do look very similar and, and it's easy to just, set, anyone can set up a blog now that looks semi-professional and, you know, pair it with your social media account and...
0: Squarespace.com.
1: I, yeah. Any any old idiot can set up one on politics.com <clears throat> Check it out. Um, but yeah, keep keep an eye on it.
0: Uh, personally, we'll, we'll talk about this later as we get to the 8th Amendment episode, but we personally seeing one of our guests get struck down by one of the worst aspects of social media. Um, but we will save that. So yeah. that's, a, that's a tidbit. Keep listening, folks. Mm-hmm. We did What I'm the EU with special idiot uh, guest Jared Carney.
1: Mm-hmm. F- no, J- social media was our first guest with Donald. Yes. 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 And then Dr. Donald. Oh, yeah. Dr.
0: Donald. And then we had Jared immediately after. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not an idiot. And that's why we didn't keep it going because it's really hard to find people that are actually idiots. Yeah, that's exactly Apart it. from us. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it.
1: That was exactly it.
0: Uh, it was really fun, though. It was good. Um, the EU itself, we talked about it before. It's still doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still mostly depends on the alliance between France and Germany. (laughs) So Macron is all for more integration and building up the EU's structures and stuff. Uh, At the moment, Germany doesn't really know what to do because they had an an undecisive election where they can't get a proper government together. But it looks like that they may restart the grand coalition that actually lost the last election. But the smaller party, Martin Schulz, who lost, is saying he only wants to go back into German government if he can start to push for a United States of Europe. And he actually said this. really. So Macron is delighted. Angela Merkel probably not so happy. A United States of Europe, does that mean like, that's not a country, that's not like one big, well, is it like one big federal government? More federal government. We do have federal government at the moment, essentially. Like there are laws decided at a federal level, like there are in the United States and other places like that. That is similar. Yeah. But But to call it United States of Europe is, yeah. we're all a state. We talked about this before. It's never going to be called an actual United States of Europe. It will always be the EU. Yeah. But there'll be more and more integration. And I think what's going to happen now is that we already have countries that are in some things in the EU, not in other things. Mm. So they're going to allow that more and more. You're going to have different speeds of Europe. Mm-hmm. And I'd say eventually in about 30 years, you will have a top tier of maybe seven to 10 countries who are really integrated. almost Just like, just like EU premium. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the different, those
1: subscript professional yeah. premium.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Lice. basic. Basic. Yeah. We're looking at you, Malta. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what level of integration Malta has. Actually, they have the Euro. They're pretty well Yeah, integrated. they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you. UK. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Feminism. Feminism. With Lena Norms. That was a great episode. That was one of my favorites. One of my personal favorites. Still is. Still is. Uh, Lena, a great, great person altogether, taught us an awful lot in a very funny way, which is the best way to learn.
1: Yeah, yeah. And remains um, remains a good friend of the show as well. We're actually going to be appearing on an upcoming episode of her podcast. Yes. Uh, I'm not being funny, but where we talk about Ireland and people in the UK and their relationship to Ireland and what they've been taught about Ireland and that kind of thing. Yeah. That was fun.
0: It was it's great to give out about what English people think of you like. it's great to be given a platform in yeah. which you're told do this <laughs> yeah because most of the time you just feel bad for telling an English person about how bad their country is to ours yeah but at least like when we're asked at it first it's yeah fine. yeah it's like oh an English person asks well if you insist <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> okay <clears throat> that's not what this is we, we no. gotta keep going yeah um, since we did that episode there's been a fucking huge cultural shift oh my god yes the hashtag me too thing mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein explosion happened after we recorded the episode yeah and Holy crap, I think there may be a cultural shift going on.
1: It certainly feels like definitely in the, in the developed world. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I think obviously this isn't global thing. It feels like it for us.
0: Yeah. I didn't but I didn't say a global. No, no, no not yeah, all. Yeah. But I'm just
1: I'm just I'm just caveating that where we're looking and where our, yes, okay, our spheres,
0: so in certainly in the English speaking world.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh my god, yeah, like the revelations that have emerged and people's attitudes towards them and even just the quality of discourse that's happening around it, it's good, it's heading in the right direction.
0: It definitely is. Um something has changed. It is Thankfully, no longer okay to be an absolute monster scumbag of a man to abuse for decades
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, women who work for you yeah. uh, in any capacity. Yeah. Which thankfully, and then it looks like it looks like it has exploded. Um, the entertainment industry has been wracked by it. The po- political scene in, has been wracked by it. And um, the political scene of the UK and the US, mostly the US entertainment industry. Yeah. Um. The funny thing is that people have been asking in the Irish political scene, is it going to start to come out here? And everyone's like, probably not. We just don't do that because it's too small.
1: Yeah. That's a, yeah. Everyone, <laughs> like, everyone knows everyone. Like, John,
0: stop being a fucking pervert for God's <laughs> sakes. Yeah. That to say, I mean, it may, that may not be true.
1: No. Yeah. It, it probably still does happen. It probably still is. Yeah. It's it's, it's such a it's such a ubiquitous thing.
0: <laughs> Anywhere does. there's men, there <laughs> there are assholes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the big thing that's happening now is that men are starting to realize that it's not okay. So obviously, you had us um, prissy, woke dudes who already knew it wasn't cool mm-hmm. because a lot of very smart women have told us as we were growing up. Um, yeah. We're starting to. I personally, I'm feeling more confident to tell other men who maybe not as open as, as their eyes are not as open to it that they, that you, you can't make that joke. Yeah, you can't do that thing. You can't think that way or say that thing about that person. Yeah, their person. Yeah, they're not an object.
1: You can't you you can't hide behind a "boys will be boys" yeah. or a locker room exactly. eti- etiquette uh, way of talking about things. Yeah I, yeah, I I feel I feel very similar.
0: If that keeps on happening, then we may actually get like a proper cultural shift. Obviously, it's going to take to- take absolute decades. I mean, the civil yeah, rights it's, Move- it's
1: tectonic in its <laughs> yeah. <sense. laughs> the civil yeah.
0: rights movement happened in the United States back in the sixties. It mm-hmm. took another five decades to get a, a black president, and there are still absolute massive problems with the, the system over there. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we're not going to have 50-50 male-female leaders in the world anytime soon. Yeah. But slowly but surely, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. And just this year, I think, we'll go down as a big a big stepping stone towards that. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's because we did the episode on feminism with Lena Norms. But, but when you look at the timeline <laughs> of things. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Lena, you're onto something. We're telling you. Uh, Eurovision. <laughs> Euro- <laughs> just Christ. Yeah.
1: Sim- similarly important issue. Uh,
0: I watched it and I forgot who won.
1: Uh oh, I could picture the guy was it wasn't Romania. Fuck. No, Romania Romania
0: was like the cool uh, Portugal, Portugal. Portugal one. Oh yeah, he did that song. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think it deserved like to win. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was like the he kind of looked like Hosier. Yeah, he did a bit, yeah. yeah. I was
1: all about those Swedish guys in the thre- the the threadmills. Yeah, they were gas cracking. They were they were great.
0: Um let's not talk about that anymore. No. Done. Uh history. History. We had a whole year of it.
1: We, there's definitely been history.
0: Yeah, one 365 days. Yeah,
1: what not? Yeah, so if you um, want to learn more about that, go to the special guest we yes, had for that episode. Yeah, special
0: guest uh, Bruce Carlson for that episode. He yeah. does a podcast specifically uh, revolving around political history. Yeah, uh, my history can beat up your politics. Yep. Please check it out. Mm-hmm. It is a very very good podcast.
1: If you're looking for a jumping off point, Steve appeared on it, and that oh, might be did. a good way of wading into those deep waters.
0: Uh, probably not because that was specifically about the UK general election back. Maybe at, not. Okay, if you like the second to see his voice, <laughs> and you want to listen to old news, yeah. There you go. <laughs> we did Monarchies. What I'm oh, monarchies. Yeah, I love that one. That, that was a very
1: good. popular episode. That was really that was that did really well. People like to learn about monarchies, it seems.
0: I know, and I hate them. I hate <laughs> you monarchies. do really. Monarchies, but I, I fair, still play do. To you,
1: fair play to you for maintaining uh, your composure for oh, all like, episode.
0: I'm one of those guys, it's like, you know, the guys that like, this, they have their sports team and they have the sports team that they hate and they probably talk more about the sports team that they hate than yeah. the one they one to do. I hate I that. know sports. I hate monarchies. Yeah. I hate them so much. I uh, I, I just, it boggles my mind, someone living in a monarchy that is happy to talk about their king or their queen. The person is apparently anointed by God to rule over you and you're a subject. And- <laughs> listen more on He's the
1: episode nose nosebleed right there <laughs>
0: yeah for different the other nostrils the other nostril. that's my angry that's my angry nostril that's my thinking nostril um, <laughs> thinking nostril <laughs> the big news in monarchies because I suppose I should give it mm-hmm. to you The Crown uh, season 2 came out on Netflix <laughs> apparently um, there was a wedding or there will be something about a wedding in the UK some handsome fucking royal bastard is going to marry <laughs> is going to marry some fucking American actress or something I think she's Canadian I don't care. Even <laughs> hey, worse. There's a difference if, between those two. Even countries. worse, because that means that she's already a subject of the crown, so she's just feckin'. Are
1: Canadians considered subjects of the crown?
0: Yes, the Queen is the head of state of Canada. There we go. Uh, the Japanese emperor got permission to retire. That was nice of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you know? This is one weird thing about Japanese emperors. You see, this is it again because I hate them, but I also get really fascinated by them. Mm-hmm. The Japanese emperor, when he gets anointed, has to dress naked in a weird room and talk to the sun goddess. Dress naked? Has to get naked okay. and sit <laughs> in, in a sit in a room and talk to the sun goddess and by himself. Know, yeah. Well, nobody else is allowed to talk to her.
1: Okay, and so, has he ever said what he talks about?
0: Nope.
1: Okay, he gonna be
0: a fly in the room. Playing the wall in that room. <laughs> actually, no, I wasn't. There's a naked dude. There. <laughs> There's a naked dude talking to himself. Talking to himself. <laughs> um, so apologies to anybody who believes in the the, the mystic parts of the Japanese uh, emperorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spanish king did something that kings are not supposed to do these days, and he got political. King the baby. Oh. Well, they're not supposed to do that either. Okay. But he got political, when he stepped into the Catalonia thing, ah. uh, and actually said... Uh, Catalonia should give up the whole secession thing. The Queen was absolutely silent during the Scottish uh, independence referendum. And there was a bit of trouble when David Cameron was recorded by accident saying that the Queen was happy when she heard that Scotland was staying because it was considered utterly crazy that the Queen could have any political opinion. Right. Which obviously she does, but she's obviously, not. Obviously, because she's it. a human being. <laughs> but the Spanish King was like, uh, I'm going to totally break that rule and step in. So you see, you got to get rid of these kings and queens, guys. Mm-hmm. They're evil. <laughs> Well, evil. We did a Wild am America episode.
1: We did, yeah, with Hassan and Cisco, Supermarket Love and Cisco. It was pretty cool. It was great, yeah. We ate a lot of uh, American junk. Yep. Cisco mixed Guinness with Lucky Charms in an attempt to make a very, very Irish dish. Yep. Um, And it was horrific.
0: You're still not going to tell us what that was called? Nope, never.
1: (laughs) I beeped it out the actual episode because I'm not, no, my my (laughs) mammy listens to this episode. I'm not. No, into this podcast, I'm not repeating that.
0: Uh, let's not do a, run- a review of what happened in America. Yeah. Because we've, we've talked about it enough. And
1: we're, yeah, exactly. And we'll be touching on it with the Trump one year thing anyway. Russia. Russia. We the did what on Russia.
0: That was a pretty popular episode. It was pretty fun to do. Mm-hmm. Putin is going to run for what is hopefully his last term, because at the moment the constitution says he can't run again. And how many terms? That'll be his fourth term fourth, as president. Okay. He was president for two terms. Then he took a break, became the prime minister, changed the constitution while he was out of office and came back. Right, uh, but he's going to be pretty old by the end of this one so people are thinking he will actually retire how old he's, will he be? he's going to be in his mid 70s wow. and start to spend all that money that he has stolen from the Russian mm-hmm. economy that you know he definitely did <laughs> um, the economy in Russia is not doing good because all prices are not shooting up it's they're not showing any sign of backing down from spreading out their geopolitical power. They're still massively involved in the Middle East in the Syrian war. Mm-hmm. They're they're still trying to get involved in countries uh, in affairs in Eastern Europe, and so a couple of weeks ago, America declared or Trump declared on behalf of America that China and Russia were officially strategic competi- competitors. Which is you're not meant to say it out loud. But obviously, well, what, it's what do you true. mean
1: by? Strategic competitors.
0: It's going to be the official policy of the United States to treat Russia and China as, as competitors as opposed to buddies. Right. Which is what it was before. Okay. Or not even. They didn't have a specific policy. Yeah. Which they had done anyway, because like America has made decisions to stand in the way of China and Russia many times over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, America came out and said that. But while he said that, he also personally said that he loved Putin. So it looks like America is against Russia, but Trump is pro Putin.
1: Trump is just doing the classic dating technique of mixed signals. <laughs> yeah. Keep, he runs hot and he runs cold. Keep him guessing.
0: Environmentalism. Environmentalism. That was another great episode. God, yeah. That was, yeah. Really it, was really start really start good. Uh, it was really depressing. It was incredibly depressing. And um, probably rightly so. Do you yeah. know that it was also, it was two degrees at the start of this week and now it's 12 degrees outside? I mean, that's why I'm so hot in this goddamn Santa costume. It is so weird. This weather is so weird. And no doubt it has to do with all the things we are doing to fuck up the world. Yeah, for sure. Uh, No good news there. Nothing nice happened this year for the environment. It's all still bad. Go listen to the episode if you want to hear more bad news. Yeah, exactly. Uh, North Korea. Not much has changed in North Korea. It is still essentially in a a very tight standoff with the United States. Even though you don't hear about it in the media because the media has a short attention span and has moved on. Mm We're basically still at the verge of war between the U.S. and North Korea. I heard recently um, a foreign policy uh, worker in the U.S. saying that the feeling around Washington is similar to the feeling that was going on before the Iraq invasion. Really? People are starting to get used to the idea of America getting involved militarily with North Korea. Really? That's not good. No. So people are just slowly... Not slowly, people, these, like the... Military and political establishment of Washington right. are starting to get used to the idea, Man. which is not good because no. they run the show. I would not be surprised if they actually do something militarily next year. The U.S. against North Korea. Mm-hmm. I can't see North Korea being the ones to do it first. Um, there's been quite a lot of soldiers trying to run across the border to flee North Korea recently. It's been in, in North, North Korean, Korean soldiers, North Korean soldiers, wow. yep, like actually trying to run into South Korea from across the demilitarized zone, Jesus. while getting shot at by their own soldiers. A oh, man that
1: there's. That no man's land has a lot of landmines in it, from what I've heard. Yeah, a
0: lot of landmines and a lot of
1: jaguars because it's one of the
0: best nature reserves left in the world. Really? Yeah, because it's entirely uh, untouched by human life. So it's actually one of the best nature reserves. That's a different thing.
1: Anyway. I don't don't think a good nature reserve has both landmines and jaguars I don't know. Famously, they don't mix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can imagine if there's quite a lot of soldiers trying to flee the border that maybe things aren't so hot in North Korea at the moment. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a sign. But that's only a guess because we've yeah. got no fucking idea what's right, going yeah. on there. Yeah. It's a pretty closed off shop. Um, so at the moment, we still have two madmen who could start a war at any time to deflect from shitty things at domestic affairs. Needless to say, we'll be keeping an eye. Yeah, us personally. Us personally. Don't worry, we don't don't worry be your first line. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like if talking it, if, about if it, it's not new, like <laughs> if if North Korea drop a nuclear bomb on San Francisco, why? don't politics should be your first part of call. Yeah. Don't. Two two weeks later, when we do an episode about it, <laughs> uh, we did language with Peter Kavanagh.
1: Ah, great episode. That was fun. That yeah. was one of again the survey when people said their favorite episodes. That came up a lot. It was good, and it was very
0: informative. Yeah. Um. Somewhat, so informative that there's not really much to say.
1: Mm-hmm. just right. go back and listen to it
0: yeah it's good um, the Oxford's word of the year in the English language so we didn't specify it wasn't about English is youthquake
1: youthquake I heard about this but I've never heard the word I've never
0: yeah I've heard about this announcement I've
1: never heard that word before what's the definition I forgot to look it up <laughs> <laughs> we'll tweet it out oh you know what I'll do you know what I'll do I'll, I'll dust off Pallidiobot and I'll I'll insert Pallidiobot reading out a definition of what youthquake is right now youthquake a noticeable shift in the norms of a society due to the influence of a powerful youth culture. Also, Steve can go
0: fuck himself. That goddamn robot asshole is stealing my job.
1: <laughs> Eventually, yeah, the, the ratio of, of Steve to Pelitibot content is going to shift dramatically in twenty eighteen.
0: Uh, one political thing being held up by language is the government in Northern Ireland still can't get its act together because Sinn Féin want funding for the Irish language and the DUP are saying no and mm. that is one of the biggest sticking points and they've been a year without a government and it doesn't seem to be any kind of thought in that disagreement
1: mm-hmm.
0: Game of Thrones was it our next episode? Game <laughs> of Thrones uh, the finale came out after we <laughs> recorded it
1: it was today. pretty good it was pretty good I'm yeah.
0: just happy with it yeah look forward to watching it in like 2055 or whenever they actually release the next are season are they
1: taking two, two years off
0: I don't or are they taking one year off and then they're I'm not really sure and then there's one more season this is the last six episodes that's what I know six episodes oh yeah. wow we did Austerity a we request Austerity. by you
1: yeah a request by
0: me Um,
1: that was the episode in which I fucked up the mic I mic'd you and not me at all so I just sound all echoey and like I'm the other side of the room in that one. So apologies for that.
0: Let's hope you haven't done that with this one. I might have done it now. It's my first time using this goddamn thing. Um, Quickly on austerity. The new US budget brought in by conservative people, which were normally pro-austerity, is an anti-austerity budget. Really? It's going to increase the deficit quite a lot. There's quite a lot of um, treat and giveaways in there that are hoping to stimulate the economy, which is not an austerity measure. Mm -hmm. Austerity usually means higher taxes. This is a lower tax budget. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Conservatives, when they ran their general election, didn't have much austerity in their thing as well. So it looks like the age of austerity may be over. Age of austerity, that sounds badass. Sounds like an album. That sounds like an album. We should... Fuck this podcast! <laughs> uh, Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner was announced after that, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, well, actually, they winner was announced a couple of months ago. They got the award at the start of December. Mm-hmm. The international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons. Yep. Which, of course, I did not predict at all. No, no, you picked. You predicted uh, the the white, white helmets from Syria. Yeah. Uh, really good documentary on Netflix. Netflix. Check that out. Um, there's still a big controversy over Ansan Kyi, the um, Myanmar. Uh, effective president mm-hmm. over the Rohingya crisis. We talked a lot about that back in the episode. That's still going on, unfortunately. Um, and she's getting a lot of international criticism, including Bob Geldof. Mm. Uh, inf- oh, yeah. Infamous arsehole. <laughs> and uh, campaigner for Infin- good things. <laughs> infamous Bono sympathizer, Bob Geldof. <laughs> but also in the same vein as Bono uh, does good things as well. because God damn him. Yeah. Um, he asked to have the freedom of Dublin that he was granted to him uh, rescinded because he wasn't happy with his name being on the same wall as Aung San mm-hmm. So Dublin Council a couple of weeks ago had a meeting. They struck Ansan San freedom of Dublin and they also struck Bob Geldof's. No way. And Bob Geldof the next day was furious mm. because he said, I only wanted my freedom to be gotten rid of if you were going to keep Aung San and then they were like, "But you specifically asked us to get rid of your freedom." Yeah. Ah, middle finger. <laughs> 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 Take that, guilt off. Poor off. Oh man. Theodore
1: Roosevelt was the next two episodes. Teddy motherfucking Roosevelt. Big Teddy. The, the, okay, so when you first came to me about doing it at a TR episode. you were hesitant. I was a- Hesitant is putting it lightly. I was extremely hesitant about it. Uh, cause, especially when you said it's going to need to be a two parter. Yeah. I was like, you had to talk me into it because I did not think one, I didn't think people would want to fucking listen to it. And two, I didn't think it'd be interesting at all. And I am, I've n- never been happier, especially in the context of this podcast, to be proven wrong because it was that man that man is like my new spirit animal. Yeah. He is. <laughs> like he, he, he's wonderful and he's got me that bobblehead now that bobblehead sits in my room and he makes me happy when I look at him. <laughs> um, and also, again, I'm sorry to keep talking about the survey but again, it was just so much interesting stuff came out of it but the Teddy Roosevelt episode was a runaway winner I yeah. think in terms of people's favourite episodes. Yeah, we asked
0: people to call out what their favourite episode was and it's nearly 50% Teddy. Yeah, like it's incredible. Huge, huge, yeah. huge love for Teddy. I am it's, so happy that I was able to spread the Teddy love yeah. but I'm also so happy that you guys were happy with um you guys were were satisfied and that I was able to share the tell you love with you. Yeah,
1: exactly. The idea that, that 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 story resonated with people is lovely. And if you if you are the type of person who didn't listen to it because again, like me, you judged it just by looking at the title, especially when you saw it was a two parter, it trust me, it's it it goes by quicker than you think. And it's not your traditional kind of biography, I would say. And no. there's nothing traditional about that man, really. In terms nothing, of this. And
0: yeah. And we didn't tell it in a traditional way either. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like a dude talking to a dude about his about someone he finds really cool. Yeah, I was so inspired by how well that episode went that I am half thinking about doing a spin-off podcast really? on biographies. Wow. Yeah. Just pre- like like political biographies? Not or even bi- political, um, just biographies of people I find interesting. Cool. I've got 10 people written down that I want to try and see if I can write up enough notes to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about the format. If it's going to be me talking to a microphone, mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll have the same feeling that we got on that episode. True, yeah. So uh, I may just have to... Like filter out a couple of teasers to the WADAM folks and see what they think, and then yeah, ask them to make the decision for me. Yeah, that's so we'll great. Yeah, it could um, be a
1: type of thing where, like, maybe on our off weeks, you post up one. You know yeah, what I mean? And we yeah. just we just you know title it or something different. See so yeah, well. it goes.
0: Uh, Alright was the next episode Moving oh, on Yeah, yeah That was right. really good that Dr. Was Joe Very Dr. Smart John, Follow him. Um, great f-
1: stories Follow Hope Not Hate
0: as well yeah, Good uh, work. There's no new news on the alt-right There's still a bunch of fucking pricks <laughs> Still pricks uh, No rebrand on their end No Um, One of the British fascists Got arrested in Belfast For hate speech Which mm-hmm. is good to see Good good news, good uh, news. Eighth Amendment Holy crap Yeah that, that was a really recent episode That was our third most recent episode But a lot of crap Has happened since then
1: Yeah What Definitely, probably our heaviest episode and one of the ones that we were the most kind of sensitive about yeah. and thought about. Yeah. And I mean, luckily we got the guest that we did because I, cu- I can't think of a better person to guide us through that whole no. narrative.
0: Tara Flynn, um, who's put herself by telling her, by choosing to tell her own story about how the Eighth men has affected her personally, mm. she she talked us through. How hard it has been to be the center, well, one of one of the centers of this conversation because it's such a personal thing. Yeah, and as well, just she explained so, so well what is wrong with Irish law and the hurt that it is doing yeah. every day. This to, is sorry, to women for, in Ireland. Yeah, yes. Eighth Amendment is the article of the Irish Constitution that stops um, abortion. Yeah, it it puts the life of the unborn child. Pretty much above, so it, it, it stops. It is a ridiculous, archaic, and terrible law. Yeah. I am not afraid to to be partisan on that one. Yeah, um, but the episode itself was yeah. It was we were really we were really cautious and sensitive. It is a very sensitive topic in Ireland. Mm-hmm. It's 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 such a personal thing that is it's gotten so public. And as two dudes, yeah, talking to a woman who we know has gone through who's gone through some pretty heavy stuff on this, we just knew that we had to we had to take we had to treat it as delicately as we could. But like you said, there couldn't have been anybody better than Tara. Yeah to help us out. And that week,
1: that week, yeah, Tara
0: had a pretty heavy week that week. yeah. So minutes before we started recording, uh, we were a little bit late going into the studio because of a mix up with a doorbell. <laughs> yeah, and, we were uh, there super early. They just we, wouldn't let us in. <laughs> yeah, um, But Tara was there a little bit earlier than us. She yeah. was waiting and she decided to look at what well, she talked about it on the podcast. A guy said something absolutely horrible to her horrendous. on Twitter. She decided to look at it, tweet him out, and then on the show decided to say, fuck that guy. Yeah, We checked it out afterwards. It turns out that I actually knew of him. Mm. He was the vice chair of Young Finnegan, the political organization I was in. So I met him a couple of times. I didn't realize he was an absolute arsehole like that on the internet. In person, he, this is how you never know. In person, he was really quiet. Yeah. Like, never got involved in any argument. Never it was really, really soft-spoken. I can't say he was the most charismatic or or, you know, jovial of fellas at all, yeah. but, like, I never thought he was capable of doing the horrendous things. So Tara Flynn decided to open up about that, but also simultaneously that week, Kate O'Connell, who is a Fine TD for South Dublin, she was attacked by him um, on Twitter at the Fine conference, which happened happened around the same time, and she decided to say, fuck that guy as well, I'm not going to take this. Mm-hmm. So she printed off all his worth tweets, well, the, I'd say the top of the worst. There's so many bad ones. Yeah, brought them into a Fine Gael parliamentary meeting. Told her colleagues about what this guy had been doing because he's a he's a pretty he's a like uh, he's not a politician, but he was at the he was at the highest levels of of party p- politics in Ireland. And he was doing these things openly, basically attacking women. The like amount most of tweets where he just referred to women as bitches. Bitches. Like the most horrible, disgusting things. It's not even about talking about a political issue and, and defending your own side. He was just vicious and horrible Regardless and disgusting. Regardless of
1: your political affiliations or your ideological leanings, this was just dickish, dickish behaviour.
0: Just trying to make women feel bad about the fact that essentially they're women sometimes. Yeah. And he got called on it. Um, it became a big national issue. Uh, a Fine Gael minister had to apologise on RT radio to Tara Flynn for her being one of the people yeah. that got affected by it. By the end of the week, I think your man had to resign. He has gone to ground since then. And thankfully, people are a lot more cautious about the kind of crap that they're willing to put out there on social media. Yeah. So if anything, I think the lesson should be, don't just take it. Yeah. Um, don't let these guys just say these things. Call them out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if you know if you see your friend tweeting something like that, um don't let them away with it. Call them out. Because that's all it takes. Yeah. It like we could see in person that this guy had really upset um someone that we were trying to talk to. Yeah. And it obviously upset Kate O'Connell to the point that she had to do something about it as well. So yeah, yeah fuck that guy. Fuck those guys, like him. Yeah. And this is going back to the social media thing as well. You need to realize that you're actually saying these things into the world. You're not just saying it quietly on your computer. Yeah. There it's you can't just imagine that it's any different to saying to someone, so something to somebody in person yeah. with the added effect that anybody can see it. Yeah. And like so
1: yeah. T- t- like she says herself she's a human being. She's not she's not doing this. She's not paid to do this. She's not paid to be, to advocate. She's a person who went through this. She has firsthand experience and she wants to share her story so others who had similar experiences can feel better about it. To know that they're they're part of, you know, a, a, a bigger movement of people. And she, n- none of that, none of that warrants any sort of backlash like that. No.
0: And equally so, even if you aren't like, Kate O'Connell's a professional politician. Yeah. You still can't call someone a bitch on, yeah. online. It's just not nice. No, rega- again, regardless of what you're. There's no context. It's just don't do
1: it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Wanker. Go on. Fuck that guy. You fuck that guy for real. Uh,
0: China was the next episode. Yeah. Um, that's pretty recent. Thankfully, nothing huge has happened with China since then. Otherwise, it probably wouldn't be positive. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's still going on. Like I yeah. said, America has declared them an official strategic competitor. They weren't so cool about that because it's like, God, you're not supposed to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so they they kind of give out a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cybersecurity. cyber cybersecurity, our most recent one. And the only update I could find about that is that North Korea was officially blamed by the US for the WannaCry attacks that oh. uh, Dr. Jess talked about. Yeah. Oh, sorry, of course. And um, We had the expert, May Fong, um, Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, yeah. writer of the book, one um, child, one child about the China's one child policy, and um, she was on for that episode. It was fantastic. We learned a lot, and then we also had Doctor Jessica Parker for cybersecurity.
1: Yeah, and that rounded out the year for us. That's it. And he just th- threw just threw his notes on threw the ground. Notes
0: on the ground. I am free of twenty seventeen. <sighs> Let me just do this.
1: That's the, that's the sound of him. In case that's peaking and that look, sounds like nothing, that's Steve dusting his hands. There you go.
0: <laughs> that might just sound like masturbating. <laughs> that's that's the
1: oh. oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, what a, what a year. On the whole, on the whole, Steve,
0: 2017. Uh, like um, C C plus. Oh, like C personally? Plus. Yeah. A solid B. Yeah. Good B. Um, no, wait. No, C. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the things. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was some other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad was diagnosed with cancer this year. Yeah. Um, back in the summer. It's been pretty tough. It's, it's, it was like um, a pretty sudden diagnosis <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not getting choked up. I'm just really thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> it was this pretty sudden diagnosis that uh, took the family, uh, knocked, knocked us back, and, but he's been jumping into treatment. He just finished his treatment, and now we're waiting for the surgery. Yeah. And from what we can see, it's been going pretty well so far. Yeah, he's
1: been an absolute trooper.
0: Yeah, so I had getting married on one hand, but then that on the other hand, so it kind of bounced I mean, out to, yeah, a yeah, to a C. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice,
1: nice, yeah. And Ted's been amazing too. And Ted's been amazing. Yeah. And there's also been this podcast. This podcast almost synced up perfectly with the, like we recorded the very very first episode, the first episode that we put out went out in February, I think. But when we recorded it, was when I came home for the Christmas break.
0: Yeah, it was like between Christmas and New Year.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but I n- nearly cancelled on you recording that first episode. Like no, no word of a lie. Like you I, nearly gave up on it. I nearly, I nearly gave up on it before it even started. Because it was only a notion. It was no, it was a drunken notion. Yeah, and it it became a, something a little bit more, um, uh, tangible as we start talking about it, but literally when I got back here, I was, I was like, just, I was, this time last year was not a good time for me personally as well. Like there was just like some anxieties and stuff I was going through and I nearly just canceled it because I didn't have the heart or the, the will to persevere with it. And so when you mess, we were going to, we were just meeting up like we always do every Christmas and we said we'd record and I was nearly just going to show up late so that we would just meet up in the pub and we wouldn't get a chance to record. But I went to the house and you said, should we do this? And I said, fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. And honestly, God, it's, I, I could, I, I'm i delighted I did. I could not be more happy with how, <laughs> with my decision to, to, to go ahead with it.
0: I was completely resigned from being interested in politics before you sent me the message asking, did you want to do the show? Really? Yeah, I've always been interested in politics, but 2016 was such a kick in the nuts yeah. with Brexit and then Trump. And I was just like, fuck this. It's, it's just frustrating. It's just annoying. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy that you brought this, this podcast. It gave me, I felt a lot more ambitious since then. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah, yeah. We put a lot into this. Um, the payoff hasn't been financial in any sense. No, not at all. Um, but we
1: never got into it for those reasons.
0: Absolutely not. Especially but, you two yeah. guys who don't have any sort of following in terms of anything. <laughs> you know, I don't know. are complete nobodies. There's probably a German or a Japanese word for the feeling that you get when you do something well and it's well received. Yeah. I can't think of an English word for it, so no. that's the feeling I've been getting all year. Yeah, here.
1: it's it's definitely the bit of it's the biggest body of work I've ever produced, of any sort of project or anything. Like it's the most consistent yeah. thing I've ever been involved in. That have that's been like self motivated. So,
0: so unless one of us gets hit by a truck, it's probably going to keep going. We're probably going to do twenty eighteen.
1: We should do. A, a thing where we nominate someone to take our place to ensure that this goes on. Like right now, <laughs> we should nominate someone. We have
0: to like we have to make our podcast will.
1: Yeah, exactly, and we should do that right now. I'm going to nominate jerry Carney, friend of the show, previous guest, to come in and fill fill my role.
0: I'm going to nominate Donald Mulligan just because it's going to piss him off.
1: There we go. Okay, so the Jar and Donald show. Should anything happen today as we drive back up to Dublin?
0: My final wish, Donald. Yeah. My final,
1: final wish, Donald. <laughs> Jerry you'll do it you're fine
0: <laughs> Richie thank you so much thank That's you this is I'm going to lean over and shake your hand Here, listen to the listen shake. To shake shake
1: shake 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good it's been a good one it's been a good one uh, how are we going to close out feels <sighs> weird to close out the normal way I don't feel like we should close out the normal way I feel like we should do something I start dancing different <laughs> any resolutions
0: uh, learn to dance better
1: <laughs> he actually is dancing but it's like it's like a what I would call a nursing home dance where you're just dancing from like the waist up
0: this is how I always dance I never stand up to dance and even if I do stand up I'm just dancing from the hips up shooka 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 shooka. <laughs> <laughs> okay the music's playing
1: now I assume and it's, it's playing a song you <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas Steve Merry
0: Christmas